The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. Untorn Radio and the Untorn Broadcast, live from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you. And it has been an incredible Christmas season. I hope and pray that you have had a great holiday season with, with yourself and your loved ones. Uh, we are wrapping up our final broadcast for the 2016 calendar year tonight uh, here on Untorn. And I've got to tell you, this is also our final night doing the whole idea of the running series as we start off this semester as we start off this school year i've been so wrapped up and so geared towards this understanding this idea of uh of knowing that life's busy and i want to make sure that the efforts that i'm making in my life that the things that i'm attaching myself to are ultimately worth it because there are some uh great opportunities that are uh, presented for us, but they aren't always the things that God wants us to be dealing with. They're not always the things that God wants us to be tied in with. And so, this whole idea of running is more than just a race. It's more than just this effort. It's this idea of reaching out and going all the way to the end so that the efforts that we are putting forth in life are tied in and connected with what God desires for each and every one of our lives. So welcome aboard. It's good to have you guys, those of you that are listening on the audio side. Welcome aboard, those of you who are watching through Facebook Live. It's good to be with you as well. Again, I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live from Studio 14B, otherwise known as my living room, and we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. To the end. <laughs> Uh, to the end. That's what we're looking at. And, uh, you know, when, we, when we're talking about going to the end, when we're talking about ultimately being people of uh, character and integrity, it is sometimes very difficult to continue to, making, to make sure that we are tied into the things that truly matter. And I can't tell you how many times in my life I have been focused on my own stuff, my own ways, my own things, my own agendas, instead of ultimately being tied into what God desires. I almost get caught up with, that's the word I'm looking for, I almost get caught up sometimes in this whole idea of, of being a person that starts different things, but doesn't always have the wherewithal to finish. And I don't know if you can relate to that at all. I know for me, it comes in the form of, of looking at different books. Uh, I am so focused on different books at times that I forget and neglect to 
to finish those things. I get started and I pull out some different nuggets, some different information, and I'm thinking, wow, this is awesome. This is fantastic. And next thing I know, I'm just kind of like, meh. <laughs> and then I move on to the next book or move on to the next thing. Can you relate to that? Uh, can you uh, think of times in your life where you would say, you know what, I, I get that. I understand that. I've been down that road. Well, that's been very much part of of my life. That's been very much part of who who I am. And so, when it when we, when dealing with this whole idea of of finishing what you start, I think it also is important when it when we break it down with things of faith, and when it comes to just different categories in life. You know, a lot of people like to do the whole New Year's resolution thing. I've been one of those people. I'm not going to dot, dot, dot this year. I'm not going to uh, do this or, or I am not going to do that. Or some people would say, I am going to accomplish this and I am going to accomplish that. You know, you can fill in the blanks accordingly, but for whatever reason, uh, for whatever reason, it oftentimes uh, is not finished. Can you think of times in your life where you would say, you know what, I've started different things, I've uh, attached myself to different projects, but you know what, I haven't finished them. Well, that's what we're looking at tonight, that's what we're talking about tonight as it relates to this. I believe that God wants to finish what he begins in us. I believe that what we read in Philippians 1.6 earlier this year or earlier this semester is so true. That he that began a good work in you will carry it forward to the day of completion on that day of Jesus Christ. I believe that is absolutely unequivocally 100% truth. And so when it relates to or when it comes down to this whole idea of of that scenario, I think that God's saying, Jay, I've got more for you. I want to finish the job that I started in you. And so tonight, as we wrap up 2016 together on this Untorn broadcast, let me just say that that's where we're going. We're going to finish Philippians. We're going to talk about it. It's only a couple of verses, but I think it's important to, to dive in and see the heart of God, as it relates to finishing strong and finishing well. So with that being said, let's pray together and then we'll dive into Philippians chapter 4, uh, verses 21 through the end. Let's pray together. God, thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to, to again, read your word. And I pray, Lord, over these next few moments together that we would finish strong, that we would wrap up 2016 well, and God, that you'd get all the glory for it. Thank you for the chance and the opportunity, Lord, to, to truly share this time with those that are watching, those that are listening. And may you, O oh Lord, get all the glory for it. Thanks, God. We pray this in your holy and amazing and awesome name. And together we say, Amen. This is the reading of the word of, of the Lord out of Philippians chapter 4, verses 21 through 23. It says this, Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. 
The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. There's nothing really significant or uh, different about this ending than some of Paul's other letters. What Paul writes and finishes off with oftentimes is these different greetings. Make sure you say hello to, make sure that you you pass on uh, a quick, hey, how you doing from me to my friends in this region or in this area. And this is similar to what Paul is doing in, in this case, where he says, hey, you know what? Send greetings to all those that are Christ followers. Send greetings to those that I know. Say hi to them for me. Brothers who are with me greet you too. And he's also passing on hellos to to the other Philippians from those that are with him. Saying, you know what? There's other guys, other folks that are with me. And they're saying hi to you too. It's pretty sweet when you think about it. It's a handshake moment. It's a hand wave moment saying, what's happening? Or high five or whatever sort of greeting or whatever sort of spin you want to put on it. And in this moment, Paul's wrapping up his letter again, much the same like he does most letters. Now, sometimes he'll address people specifically by name at the end of his letters, but in this case, it's pretty general. Except for one important highlight that I think relates to modern culture and and relates to us today, and it's it's this. Verse 22, all the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. Where is he? Well, he's writing in this letter in his final landing spot, Rome. And what's interesting about this is how God started a work in Paul long before this letter was written to the Philippians. And in the midst of his conversion experience on the road to Damascus and in the midst of him ministering on the different missionary journeys that Paul himself took, he has this end game that says, I want to go to Rome. I want to go and be used by the Lord in the most significant way possible. And so he starts Uh, praying and seeking out the Lord and asking that he would eventually end his journey in Rome. And guess what? We see evidence of that at the end of the book of Philippians. It's truly the end of his earthly time where he is reaching out and asking for himself to finish well. And as he is there, God gives him favor. God gives him influence. How so, Jay? especially those of Caesar's household. They're saying hi too. Meaning that he's developed and started relationship with those that are influencing directly with Caesar. The leader. The leader of the known world. A person of prestige, a person of power, a person of influence, a person of high leadership. And so think about that for a moment. Think about what that means. Think about what that looks like. Think about the whole idea of, of this connection that Paul has, has now developed by way of the Lord's leading. To me, it gets me excited because 
I think about those that are in leadership today and those that that need Jesus today and the influence of our leaders within the culture of not just the United States, but also the world as a whole. And it makes me think about, Lord, how do you want to use my life and how do you want to use those that I'm a part of for greater good, for greater purpose? Lord, use my life all the way to the end, whatever that means. I think of leaders like Billy Graham who have met president after president after president. He has basically served as as a chaplain to the presidents. When you think about it, that's pretty amazing. It's pretty awesome. He met with presidents from the 1900s all the way up to the the mid-early 1900s. All the way up to George Bush, which won both of them, <laughs> to answer that question. So it's pretty exciting, and it's pretty radical when you think about it. Here you have a person by the name of Billy Graham that's a person of influence, and God's using him. Pretty awesome. Pretty exciting. So with that being said, I wonder if God wants you and I to dream. I wonder if God wants you and I to think about how the Lord would like to use us. The end game for Paul, at least earth-wise, the end game was, you know what? I want to reach out into you, into your world, and use you in Rome. And I wonder how many people heard the gospel. Maybe not all all of them responded, but I wonder how many of them had the chance to hear the gospel simply because of Paul's faithfulness to see the end game. to visualize it, to dream it, to think about it, to to truly allow that to be part of, of who he was. And so, my friends, as we think about this holiday season and as we turn our attention to the new year coming up in 2017, you know, that what's interesting is there's a lot of buzz right now about some celebrity deaths. Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher's mother, whose name escapes me, in the midst of planning for her daughter's funeral, has a stroke and passes away. The many others that we can think about and come to, my, come to our minds with those that pass away, those that we know and those that we didn't know, whether they're celebrities or not. The fact of the matter is, is this planet's not our home. This is not eternity for for us. There's a flip side to this eternity. When it all comes down to it, when when it all comes into focus, the efforts that that we make in life need to be geared toward and focused on what it is that God has for us. And it's important to say, and it's important to believe and show and and reveal, God, your will be done. 
your will be done. At the end of my time here on earth, I would love to see my kids say, you know what, there's there's our dad that that lived it, that that wanted it, that that went after it. And that's what we see with Paul. In his letter to the Philippians, he doesn't hold back. He's he's there all the way to the end. In the midst of his time in Rome, he's basically held as a prisoner and and Many people would say, you know what, he's got the short end of the stick on that one. He didn't do anything wrong. Heard a quote this morning, it was really neat, that, I'm going to pull it up here on Facebook, simply this, struggle and criticism are prerequisites for greatness. It's pretty incredible when you think about that quote. Struggle and criticisms are prerequisites for greatness. We are going to be, we are going to be um, struggling, and we're going to be criticized. No matter what your background is, no matter what sort of um, place you come from, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ or you're you're spiritually curious, whatever the case may be, you know, my friends, it comes down to that reality that. Ultimately, struggle is going to happen. And if you're shooting for greatness and effectiveness, criticism will follow close behind struggle. If not, criticism coming first and then struggle after that. But again, remember the end game. And the end game should be, Lord, your will be done. Not mine, but yours. And when it all comes down to it, when push comes to shove, that should be our focus. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. Final thing, postscript that I would love to share with you is simply this. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. So as you wrap up 2016, just as we are concluding our final podcast of 2016. Please remember to receive his grace, to receive his mercy, to receive his love, and push forward in every aspect of life to the end, because God has got great plans for you. There are many good choices, many good options for you and for me. But when push comes to shove, what it all comes down to more than anything else is what are the great things? What are what is his will for your life so that ultimately you would be used by God the most influential and effective way possible as you yield and submit who you are for all that he is in your world. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of this broadcast from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. We'll see you next week, same scheduled time. Around 8, 30, 9 o'clock, we'll be going live right here on Untorn. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Untorn. You've been watching Untorn. <laughs> Part of the broadcast from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Happy New Year, my friends. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn.
Capital One Quicksilver card, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. It's easy. That's just the way I like it. Oh, that's the way, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. That's the way, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Woo! The Quicksilver card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? That's the way, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Capital One Bank, USANA. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS R.I.D. 399801.